0: What's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen. Uh, I'm live here at the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. Uh, I'm here with um, someone who runs one of my favorite companies, uh, Brian Flynn, uh founder, owner of Super Seven. Um, I think I've got quite a bit of Super Seven product here over at the studio and in, in my life. Um, and uh, it, it's you know when when somebody makes when somebody makes something cool, you want everybody else to know about it. And uh, I think you guys are one of the the like the. I want to visit your booth at every every Comic Con that you guys are at, and yet I know if I go by, um, you know, I'm I'm gonna hit the credit limit on the <laughs> on the. Credit yeah, and I don't
1: have a problem with that personally. I think uh, that's a good thing for you.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine you do, but um, it's listen, I'm I'm old, and anything that I can buy to make me feel like a kid again, um you know, that, that I'm always, I'm always, I think I'm always just trying to buy back my childhood. And uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm one of those points where my, my parents, they bought me toys, but I didn't have a ton of money. And then, you know, you go to college with the goal of having a salary job. So, so, you, so you can go on toy runs and go to college <laughs> and, and buy toys and you guys make the absolute best. So I, 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 first and foremost, I want to thank you for that. Um, and I just want to thank you guys for being such a great, cool company, man. Um, well, uh, these are all very wonderful compliments. And now
1: you're, you're making me very bashful. Uh, it's very nice of you to say, I mean, you know, for us, you know, as I've said, people probably heard far too many times. It's like, we're not really that different. We're from the same zone. And the difference is, is that somehow over the last number of years, we've been able to convince people to allow us to make the toys that... When you're sitting around with your friends on a, you know, Friday night or Saturday night or on a webcast or whatever, and you're like, "Oh man, would it be cool if you made this, or wouldn't it be cool if we made that?" That's what we're getting to do, and so I'm trying to make as much of that as I can before they sort of figure out that uh, I'm just a, <laughs> a toy nerd, and then they quit letting me make it.
0: I I mean, if I look at your trajectory of those toys that the those toys that you've been, you allowed to make, they just keep getting cooler and cooler. And uh, and that's what we're here to talk about. Is uh, I um last Thursday I believe uh, I saw a press release, and I I almost fell out of my chair. Um, the uh, my it, it's like my 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 childhood come to life. But uh, you're putting out a line called the GI Joe uh, Ultimates. They're seven inch, super articulated, super accessorized, uh, cartoon accurate figures. And I'm gonna throw them up on the screen here. Uh, this will be the first wave coming mm-hmm. out in 2022. Uh, we have, uh, we have, uh, you know, all of our favorites here. We have, of course, Cobra commander, uh, uh, the bats, uh, we have snake eyes and then the, the one and only Conrad S. Hauser, AKA Duke. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And, um, and I'm going to throw this up here too. So, I mean, a mountain of accessories, this, uh, seven, seven, eight year old, 10 year old Ming Chen. Uh, could have never thought this could have ever existed, but I, I, <laughs> I am, I'm wondering how this came about. Um, did you make many trips to Providence, Rhode Island, to meet with Hasbro? Uh I mean, was this one of the sitting around on a Friday night dream projects that some uh, all of a sudden came to life? Well, I think
1: much like most everybody would guess, we've been trying to get at GI Joe for years, and yeah. so have other people. Lots of other you know, I've I've heard plenty of industry stories of people that have approached Hasbro with their thoughts on G.I. Joe and um, were met with a certain amount of either resistance or disinterest or anything. And that that's not to say negatively on Hasbro, because that's gonna sound that way. It's like, you know, Hasbro's trying to has been for a long time trying to figure out their what they want to do with GI Joe. And I think that they've really hit on something that. Clearly is working. If anybody's paying attention to the demand for GI Joe Classified, it's you know it's bonkers. So it took them a while to hit. I don't want to say hit their stride, but to find out where they wanted to be with GI Joe. At the same time as we've worked our way further and further into our relationship with Hasbro, that started you know way back with doing uh, a few Transformer pieces. Um, it's literally started with Transformer, Keshi surprise figures, you know? And then, okay, those turned out pretty good. Then we moved into um, the Super Cyborgs. Those turned out really well. That moved into reaction figures. Then it was like, okay, well, you maybe there's a couple other Hasbro uh, um, licenses that you can work with. And we've just been slowly working on this. And then with GI Joe, you know, we went in with a, a very large presentation about here's here's a long roadmap, not a short roadmap, like years and years of where we would like to get, and very clear about where we saw our place within this because it's still Hasbro's brand, and Hasbro has the their toys that they're going to sell. So how do I make sure that I'm making something that doesn't compete for the Hasbro dollar? And, uh, you know, that may sound like a business talk, but it's, you know, I'm not trying to fight with Hasbro. I'm trying to show them that what I want to make will be complementary to what they're making, right. you know, and, you know, if, if you want to talk about it in a very small, narrow sliver, I mean, the amount of people while we sit here and go, God, so many people collect GI Joe. If you're talking about the number of people that buy toys on a Hasbro level, you know, their their job is to sell sell toys to children then you have a smaller group of that that's adults and then right. a smaller group of that that might be interested in gi joe and then you know and it keeps getting smaller and smaller and so when you're talking about the things that we want to make we know we're starting from that niche part so if you've got a bunch of people making a lot of noise about this i can help make the toy that i want that they want and then If they're getting satisfied at that side, they're even that much more interested or open to the opportunity of getting in on something that like classified or reboot that they that if they're not getting what they want, they're going to hate it. But if they are getting what they want, then all of a sudden they're much, much more open to the idea of, well, well, there's a new take on this and maybe I'm interested in the new take as well. That sounds over analytical. I mean, the real, the real part of it is of course me just going, Oh my God, Oh my God, I want to make GI Joes, you know, but you know, there is a way that you have to walk through why they would let you, why would they would let you take something that they own and compete with them theoretically. Right. You have to make sure that if I'm going through there, that they understand that what I'm trying to do is going to help enhance the brand of GI Joe and make, Them stronger, not the opposite.
0: Yeah, I'm and I I think you've nailed it. Um, I I think it's funny you said you know you're trying to come up with something new, Uh, but what I love is I'm a collector of all the classic figures. Uh, That's you know, that's my childhood. Um, You know, the the wave one through five figures, I guess, from the 80s. I I know later on they went through a period of repaints and uh, you know, newer versions. But the ones near and dear to my heart, and I imagine your heart is, are the are the classic figures. And then yeah. uh, you went even cooler. The, uh, the The Ultimates are cartoon accurate, which um, I I don't I don't even know if, it, if it, I I I don't I don't know if they've, it's been done before. I don't have any cartoon accurate figures. And I um, how did you how did you arrive at that decision? It's like, man, let's let's go with the cartoon versions. Well, I think it it's kind of a mix of a couple different things. Obviously
1: if you're talking about how the the genesis of the line which is you have the 1960s line with that articulation pattern and then they 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 figured out how to scale down that articulation pattern using a lot of what they learned from migo and micronauts and everything else into what became the reboot of gi joe in the 80s obviously paired it with a, a cartoon but as everybody knows The toys were designed first, the cartoon came later. And if you look at the chronology of where G.I. Joe's headed for the most part throughout Hasbro, it has always been an evolution of the toy. It is not necessarily an evolution of what happened on the cartoon. What happened on the cartoon or what happened in the comic books were ancillary storylines in a lot of ways, if you will. So what you're saying is like, they look at like, okay, here's the toy I had. Now I'm evolving the toy, and I'm evolving the toy again, and I'm evolving the toy again. Real American Hero, the cartoon, happened to be one iteration of that, but it's still not the core product. Right, if that makes any sense? So when we were going back to it, it was that thing to me where it was like the thing that I don't have. Like I have a lot of black snake eyes. Like I don't necessarily. It's not saying that I don't need because when they make it, I'll buy it again, oh, but, of course. you know, <laughs> but it's like, I want, I want blue and purple snake eyes. I want the cartoon version. I don't have him. You know, when you talk about the old toys, they never had the silver stripe on Cobra commander's helmet. I'm yep. like, how, how did that not, you know, I'm like, that's what I want to get into. And I, and obviously then secondarily as a brand, you know, we've been making a lot of cartoon-accurate things, whether it's Masters of the Universe or or uh, some Thundercats, Silverhawks, everything. It's like, if I make these cartoon-accurate GI Joes, now we have a cohesive world that all of these licenses sit in and fit in together. So for us, it made, one, as a collector, I was like, that's what I want. But two, then it really made a lot of sense in the grander scheme of the product we make that these all fit in.
0: Yeah, and um, so we're starting out with four in the in the first wave of the Ultimates: uh, um, Cobra Commander, Snake Eyes, Duke, and and Bats. Uh, how did you arrive at these four? I imagine it was a pretty tough decision to narrow it down in the whole pantheon of GI Joe. I mean, Cobra Commander—that's a no brainer. Snake Eyes. Well, I guess the first three are are pretty pretty. I,
1: you know that? Yeah. Where we tried to go here is. With ultimates, we know because they're a bit more expensive. We try to be very cognizant of how much we're putting out. How often are we asking you to come back and buy? Plus, how often am I delivering before I give you the next set? So we try not to really have more than four figures per wave. Certain lines make it that we need five. Like when we're talking about Power Rangers, you got to have a dinosaur. so we got to throw in one of those too. So that's why it gets to five. So then it was like, okay, we'll make it two Cobra and two Joe. So if we're gonna start with Cobra, you number one is Cobra Commander. Joe number one is Snake Eyes. So those are already taken out. And then who's your next guy? And we're like, okay, you kinda if you're going cartoon, you've got to go with Duke because Duke sort of you know, leading the cartoon. Right. He's the quarterback for sure. But then with, uh but with Cobra, we were like, oh, you know, there's a whole lot of second in commands. <laughs> and instead we we're like, as you have evidenced by the cyborg bat, you know, one of our favorite characters for everyone is the bat figure. You know, it's the bat. It's not technically bats now. It's just bat. Yeah. Just but, right. but it was like, let's make bat. And, uh, that cause that's cool. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what's the most badass figure we can make bat. So let's make bat. And, um, and then it wasn't any more complicated than that. And then obviously as we scheduled down the waves, it became very easy. Okay. Who's the next two we got to get to who the next two we got to get to who the next two we got to get to and just start going down the list.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I'm going to pull this up, uh, just an example. So these are available for, for pre-order now, Yes. Uh, uh, they retail at $55 and uh, I think uh, available now, not until August 15th, I believe for pre orders yes. yes. And just, uh, just, just, just an example of the, the accessories, uh, 10 interchangeable hands, uh, you know, the, the Cobra commander, the red cape, like uh, rifle, <laughs> uh, a rifle, pist- a al- rifle pistol, alternate pistol, snake scepter, remote detonator, Cobra binoculars, a uh, high frequency gun, uh, the synthesoid neutralizer, uh, and my favorite, the snake with the globe, the hand holding the snake. That's the- my favorite as well, which is insane because I think that comes from a video game commercial. So you guys are diving deep on these. I don't remember the commercial. I'm sure
1: they made a commercial. I just remember it from the, the ad that would run like when you had Marvel comics and you'd open it up and they yes. had an the ad for the video game with him yeah. holding it out there. Yeah. 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 And that was one of those early ones for me where I was like, okay, the accessory I want, I want, Cobra commander holding the globe with the snake. Uh, And it's like, oh yeah, we included that. And so obviously we're breaking from the fact that it didn't happen on the cartoon, but I don't think it really breaks the whole, I don't know, whole universe of it all, if you will.
0: (laughs) Oh no, no, not at all. I I, I mean, in fact, it adds to it. Uh, I was a big reader of the the Larry Hama comics. So to to see that, I was like, well, that's, that's, I mean, that just it's a deep cut. It is, but it's like yeah, it's like hearing that that song on your favorite album that nobody else really talks about, and they're like, oh man, but that's a great song. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you mention that? Exactly, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, how's how is it manufacturing these uh, seven inches? Not uh, you know, not your typical size. Uh, this many accessories. Uh, you know, I, I imagine those prototyping and getting them back. Uh, you know, and corrections. And with this many accessories and and this kind of these figures with uh, and they're they're super articulated, correct? So, well, they're you know they're, there's going to be I, I
1: guarantee there's there's definitely some people here going no they're just articulated they're not super articulated because they're not double jointed elbows and they're not double jointed knees. Okay, they're single jointed elbows and single jointed knees, but that comes back down to a preference that I have for the way the figures look in the end. Right that you know some people have the opposite opinion on uh, i think you can argue it both ways i prefer, i land on the argument of you know uh, a single jointed elbow for me gets me a full 90 100 110 yep. degree motion whereas double jointed might get me that 150 160 degree but the infrequently how infrequent i am going for that additional Uh, articulation versus all the more cuts that i have to put in all the plastic i have to remove when it's not in that pose i can see the articulation so much more so i know that there's that was one of the concerns we had you know obviously gi joe since it's since its inception has always been much more articulated than most other things and the fact that we're making reaction figures that don't have o-rings because (laughs) or that we're making these figures without double jointed knees and elbows that there is a guy that is a specific gi joe person that says no the articulation is one of the points of difference for me and unfortunately i can't i can't make everything for everyone uh so they are highly
0: articulated but they are not not as articulated as humanly possible okay do these have a swivel arm grip i remember when that was such a revolutionary thing (laughs) I think 83 they they don't because you don't really need a swivel
1: arm with all the other articulation that we're giving it. You can still get that range of motion where beforehand you couldn't get that range of motion, especially if your wrist is obviously fixed to your forearm, right? They couldn't make the, these, you know, the wrist articulate because they would snap and what that you, what, once again, what they learned from micronauts, you know, where all those hands would pop out and everything. So they ended up putting in the swivel in here. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I, I we're making the version of this figure that I really want to have, and hopefully that there's some other people out there that really like what we're doing with it. I'm sure that there will be some people that disagree with some of the choices we've made. but
0: uh, I mean, yeah. I, you, I, you can't make everybody happy, but uh, you like I, I just by looking at all the all the photos and all the accessories, the detail, uh, I, I mean, yeah, the silver stripe, it's such a simple thing and they never, they know, they never did it. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think they did it at the 25th anniversary, but yeah.
1: not really before then.
0: Yeah. And, and to be honest, I'm going to put up a photo here. Like you had me at the packaging. Uh, this is great. With the <laughs> tag. Um, I, uh, I don't see the back. I don't, I can't see the back. I don't know if these have file cards like the old school ones, but, uh, the reaction figures have file
1: cards. Okay. So okay.
0: I have file cards. That was And that was always a big thing with me. It was like, oh, you know, quick kick like spaghetti like that. I don't know why I love that so much. Um, and, you know, I, less, I I got to ask Larry Hama about that. I was like, well, you know, it just made him more human. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I absolutely loved it. Um, I, I imagine you grew up in the 80s like I did, watched the cartoons, read the comics, collected the figures. Do you have a personal favorite? Everybody kinda asks that and I think Yeah, I know. I, I like unfortunately it. it's like asking Star
1: Wars collectors yeah. if they like Boba Fett and it's yeah. like, Yeah, of course I like Boba. Yeah, you know, so Snake Eyes sort of Always was that because as a kid it was just that all black figure was just so cool.
0: Yeah, with the, the visor, kind of like the, the the Venetian blind visor, and and um and I I, I love Snake Eyes. He comes with you got to you got to well you didn't have to, but Timber, you get Timber.
1: Yeah, yeah I have a fully articulated Timber as well. Yeah, because why not? Of course, you have got to have a fully articulated Timber. Yeah, um, he's got the radiation canister from Mass Device and everything. Yeah, I mean that's. um, I don't know. It's uh, the the thing is with GI Joe is that there's a lot. There there are more characters than most universes that are. You know, you can argue that the tier ones are your Cobra Commanders and your Snake Eyes and your. You know, you get into Destro and Baroness, and then you move into sort of tier two, which is your major bloods and everybody. But when you get into tier two in most normal lines, you only get a couple of those guys, and then everybody else is at the bottom.
0: Right? Where you're
1: in Joe, there's so many great characters at that tier two level. It just goes on forever. It's like, oh, you're gonna have Scarlet and Cover Girl, and you're, you know, you just keep going and going and
0: going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, snow job. Quick kick. Um, I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, they're all, you sit here and you say like shipwreck right right here. So like, <laughs> yeah, like
1: yeah, it's, it's you know who shipwreck is, you know, who spirit is, you know, you know who all these characters are. They're not obscure. They're not like, Oh yeah, that guy was in the background of that episode yeah.
0: or he only showed up once. They're all showing up all the time. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's tough. But that's why that's why I loved him so much. Is I, I felt like GI Joe I could relate to. Um, these were guys fighting evil at the time. You know, the Cold War was going on, and we were worried about yeah. the Russians and this kind of nebulous evil. And uh, I mean, yeah, you know, there are other lines like Master of the Universe. You know, I couldn't really get into a big muscle-bound white guy with you know furry britches. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I'm I but this GI Joe. These guys, I, these guys, I like. I, and and they were affordable too. So uh, you know, so my mom didn't freak out when I, when, when I wanted a GI Joe figure every so often, and and yeah. uh, and, and uh, it was great. So uh, you know, uh, my brother was he collected GI Joe. So I had to go opposite. I got to go Cobra. So we could fight each other. And just the hours upon hours of, of fun that we had, and um, I think what and what you're bringing back for me is I remember when I would get I would get a new figure for my birthday or you know maybe once a month it wasn't very often, and I remember you know I'd play all day with it, and then I remember when I would go to bed I would you know stick it on my nightstand so when I woke up I would see it, and um, you bring those emotions back to me, and uh, that, for, you know, millions whole- of other collectors out there too, and I love it
1: that that's the whole point of all of this is it's supposed to be enjoyable and fun. And there's so much that people get caught up in the, the frustration of not being able to find what they want or having to pay for it or the negativity or the hate of it all, or, you know, everyone's an idiot or not. (laughs) It's like they're toy we're supposed to be enjoying this and having fun and bringing back all those memories and, and, and you know, there's a bit of the thrill of the hunt to it all. When oh, we, yeah. cause I'm sure we're all at the flea markets on the weekends and everything else looking yep, for stuff.
0: bins, uh, you know, yeah. going through loose figures, making oh, sure yeah. that, that, that stupid rubber band in the middle isn't uh, dry rotted or. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and so
1: that that's really my focus is just how do I make this as fun as possible? And how do I make this as enjoyable as possible? Because I don't want to come to work and have a bad time and I don't want people to have a bad time that want to buy the stuff that I make. So.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think anybody's uh feeling, feeling that. And, uh, yeah, I, and you've got, you've been like knocking it out with all, all the licenses for sure. Uh, everything. Imagine the gathering transformers, misfits, my little pony, uh, peanuts, uh, you know, GI Joe. Uh, I, I've, I've got my favorite MLB one here, the hundred pence figure. That Yeah. <laughs> That, uh, yeah. uh, and you know, I got I got credit Hunter. Hunter was the guy who got me into Super Seven. He, uh, well, he was- and, and that was,
1: and that's to that same point, like it's also making stuff with our friends. So when we got into baseball, we're like, we gotta make Hunter. Yeah. Cause Hunter comes to the store and shops. Him and Lexi are super nice. So it was like, yes, I'm making, you know, Mike Trout and Bryce Harper, but we're also making Hunter. Yes. Which somebody else might not have, but because Hunter is, somebody that supported us when we got the opportunity, we want to support him. The funny part is that we had him mocked up as a giant. Then he went to the Rangers. So we yep. had to scrap it, make the Rangers version makes the all-star game, everything else. Great. Then he comes back to the giants, but right. back to the giants during COVID. So I can't
0: get the giants version out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I'm, um. this one that I'm holding here is a very rare, and one of my prized possessions and uh, not, not, not easy to get. So I, I thank you for that. <laughs> for Yeah. But for sure. you know, th- that's part of making it fun again. You know, there's plenty of people
1: probably that on the sports side would be like, well, why didn't you make this guy versus Hunter? And right. it's like, but I made Hunter cause he was a friend of ours. That's yeah. the one I wanted to have. And I wanted to be able to give it to him. Yeah. So, yeah. Like that, I I don't know. I, I always come back to that same thing when people get all wound up about why did you do this, and it's like, well, that's because
0: that's what I did. Right, because I could. If you had it, you would get to do it a different way. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, speaking of the reaction figures, so you're coming out the first wave ever of GI Joe reaction figures, uh, due out this December. So September. I'm, September. I'm sorry, just September. September for sure, even quicker. So yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, and his Snake Eyes, Scarlet. Uh, Cobra Commander, Dest- Destro, Baroness, the uh, and then we have the the, the uh, infantry and the the uh, and the Cobra troopers. <laughs> uh, these look absolutely fantastic. Um, I I, I see them up uh, either on my wall display case, uh, everywhere where where I'm with an eye shot, uh, which which is uh which is amazing. Um, and I see many many more to come for sure.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. If anybody's paid attention to us in reaction figures, you know that there's plenty to come. And, you know, we're really going to try to start getting into the nooks and crannies into some of those characters that have only been made that one have never been made or only made once, maybe twice Yeah. or and then don't feel like that. I mean, like Quinn is a perfect example, like he's been made once before, but like this Quinn, you know, feels like a vintage figure that could have walked out of the comic book. Yeah. You know, uh You know, and like the green shirts, you can argue that there's the twenty-fifth anniversary green shirt, but you know, green shirts really haven't been made. So let's get in there. And then if we're talking about the Cobra Troopers, you've got Y back and H back back variant. So if you're that army builder guy, you can have both versions. But if you're just a regular dude that needs one, just grab one. It's cool. It's cool. But if you are that guy, like you can get all the variants that would have been would have been there in real life, if you will.
0: Yeah. And uh, well, and I got to ask any, any thought to, you know, maybe bringing this back because. (laughs) You know,
1: it's definitely immediately something people ask about. And obviously we're not afraid of big projects. I I, I think we'd start a little smaller to start off. Sure. Because, you know, we would have to find people that only had, that had dedicated toy houses at that point to hold a scale, a true scale USS flag.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I well, you know, I didn't have one because it, it was a rich kid story. It was the first. Oh, I was it, was, that, it was
1: cra- What's crazier is not that they made it; it's that you could buy it at Toys R Us. Yes, and yeah. a retailer carried it. That's the crazy part.
0: Yeah, I think I remember seeing one in my in the flesh at Toys R Us on the bottom shelf because you know it was too big to put up any higher, and you know you, you needed a truck or a third car to bring this thing home. And then once you got it home, you needed a, a mansion with a separate room to house it in. House it, Yeah. It's
1: funny. I've never made it out to Kokomo toys in Indiana. I don't know if you've ever made it to Kokomo. No, they, they did a, a post about a year ago on their social where they went out into the parking lot and assembled all the flags that they had. And they had like six or seven flags out in this parking lot, all assembled with everything on it. And it was just like, God, that's crazy! Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's and uh, yeah, it's just uh, yeah. I remember seeing that in the fold-out little you know product future product booklet, and uh yeah, I was like, I I, I wanted this thing bad, and I, I pulled the trick. I tried to pull the trick. With my parents were you know, you don't need to buy me a Christmas or birthday present for the next twenty years. Just, just buy me the flag. <laughs> I mean, that's we're good for the next twenty years, and. uh you know, unfortunately, in a world where the 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 figures retailed maybe at most three fifty, uh, you know, the U.S. flag I think started at eighty nine ninety nine, in 1983, 84 dollars. Uh, yeah, that was not happening. So yeah, yeah, it was as much as an
1: Atari at that
0: point. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, again, it's that feeling of of being a kid and going, whoa, look at how big this is. Like, what you know, it, it, it this this is where dreams come from, right? This is how dreams are made exactly and, uh,
1: yeah and you were and you've been hunting that dream for how long did it take you before you got that uss
0: flight? uh 30 years i got exactly i wanted i think nine or ten and uh yeah i was 40 and uh yeah i got one on uh i bought one on, uh, uh someone brought one in on comic book men and we made a deal he threw in the sky striker a couple of wow. figures uh, i think i got it for 550 it was mixing a couple parts but yeah i was like i'll hunt down those parts i'll you know i got to I'll still feel that thrill of the hunt and uh Now the question I have is yes. even
1: though you have it
0: have yeah. you ever taken
1: it out of the box and had it assembled or oh, do you it, just keep it in the box
0: Hey uh I don't I didn't it didn't come with the box you know again no. i have to hunt for the box too but uh yeah and and unfortunately yeah it is it, it, it is in piece Well <laughs> here's the story it wasn't pieces I had in the basement of the store uh Walt the manager was like you got to get this thing out of here we ended up reassembling it in the store, and um, a guy came in. He was like, are you, "Are you selling that?" I'm like, "Well, I don't really want to, but I don't. I don't know, man. Like, if if you can give me an argument and a, and a good price, I might consider it." He's like, "Well, here here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'll give you this much for it, and I'm opening up a brewery in the area. Um, you sell it to me, I'll give you beer for free beer for life." And <laughs> so. I couldn't. So you made a calculated decision right then. So (laughs) cost uh,
1: value analysis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, anyway, wondering if I still have it, I actually sold it to him. Uh, He's actually our beer sponsor for the podcast studio now. We're very good friends. Uh, I can go over and and play with it whenever I want. And so my goal is actually is to get one in box sealed. That would be great. We're talking probably fifteen grand plus, maybe more in twenty twenty one market. Uh but that's what I'm hunting for. So, so what you have to do then is like every time you get a beer, just like chalk off like five dollars. Yeah, like you're just building up your credit. See, I would have spent this money anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. a big deal. It, it, that, yeah, selling it to me actually paid for itself. So <laughs> so now, where I was going with that is that of everyone that I know that has a USS
1: flag, yes. I only know one person that actually has an assembled one. Yeah. Every other person has it's like I have it, but it's in the box on a shelf. Like
0: yeah. having it is different than unpacking it and displaying it. Yeah. That was my plan. I was going to take it home, assemble it, show my kids how, how cool my childhood was. And I was like, I got, I, this doesn't fit anywhere. <laughs> like maybe I could sleep on it. It could be another bed, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, I got to mention you, you guys license a lot of great stuff. Like it seems like every week, uh, you, you have acquired, uh, another really cool license. From my childhood and uh, i know that's that's not going to stop um I'm hearing, <laughs> I'm hearing the comic book license is actually very affordable i don't you know i'm I, i'm sure that's not on the roadmap. but you uh, mean the, the ming chen figure the ming chen reaction figure would be pretty awesome i think just you know, i'm a little biased but uh and and you <laughs> know from What I hear, the license is actually very inexpensive. So, you know, while I have you here, I do have to mention that. So I'm sure there was somebody,
1: somebody made the joke once about making one of me. And I was like, are we trying to sell negative five of these?
0: like i i find that every you know uh uh owner or founder of a toy company yeah everyone asks us like well where's your figures I, like, I i'm not i didn't get into it to make myself i i made it to get yeah it to, exactly to, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna make
1: some weird obscure character
0: you've never heard of more than i would ever make a me yeah yeah for sure so i yeah i know that always comes up as eh you know i here you don't need a figure i'm right here yeah you know, i'm <laughs> we're definitely characters for sure. You know, yeah. just we'll, get you, we'll get you, we'll get Rob, we'll get everybody. Yeah, for sure. So um, thank you for I'm jumping. I'm sure out. if I even mentioned it to Rob, he'd be just like,
1: why would anybody want me? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, well, Hey, I, I, you know, there's a, there's a market for everything and that, <laughs> including us. So, um, but uh, you know what? Thank you. But thank you for bringing my childhood back in, oh. in bigger and better, you know, like bigger and more awesome then 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 I had it as a kid uh I can't wait for these to come out um I know the the ultimates are are being manufactured and did I say made to order was yeah made that's, to order. that's awesome so get your pre-order <laughs> now don't wait well I mean
1: and the reason we do that is uh you know as everybody can attest to whatever line they're trying to collect if you make too few Then everybody gets frustrated, they're hard to find, you can't get um, the secondary market moves immediately, they're getting flipped, it's frustrating, you're having to pay too much. And conversely, if you make too many, then all of a sudden they're sitting on clearance or doing whatever, they're not selling. So by making it to order, I can give everybody a chance that wants one to get one. And at the same time, I don't have to worry about making too many, there's not gonna be extras clogging up a peg or a warehouse that yeah. we're trying to discount or get rid of. So it allows us to let you know, really make the perfect collectible. You know, the catch of course, by doing that though, is then, then you have to wait for them to get manufactured. Right. And That's the part of it where people are like, this took 17 years to get to me. And it's yeah. like, well, in most cases, it's, it's about eight or nine months. There's a couple projects that we've had that have been difficult. NJPW jpw and thundercats wave two are two of them but like thundercats wave three is shipping from the factory right now like wave three is going to beat wave two yeah wow. and, that's, <laughs> and, and everybody's like see and i'm like trust me it it's better for my business to deliver you toys on time so yeah. uh it's more frustrating for me that it's not delivering to you than mine but for the most part like turtles come out on a regular basis everything else you know, hits as planned and as goes, but invariably you're gonna run into a couple uh things that just have problems that come up and then just delay things, which is frustrating, but for the most part it happens. But yeah. going back to that same thing, that's the pre order. Like you're not having to chase whether or not you can get major blood right now.
0: All right. Yeah, if you pre ordered it, uh yeah, if you pre you're gonna get it.
1: Yeah. Uh, you that's might it.
0: have to wait a little bit. But uh from the looks of it, you know, definitely worth the wait. So I hope so. I hope that's the way people feel and um real quick, are you guys doing any conventions this year? I know uh yeah, it's it's been real weird, but they've uh, they've come roaring back uh, I think New York is gonna go and yeah, uh, we're not gonna do New York this okay. year um, it's still a little weird yep. and you know obviously as a
1: business owner, you put yourself into a ton of issues around liability All right like cool. if I ask somebody to go and travel there and they get sick yeah. You know, am i What am I responsible for? Right. Uh, there's a host of issues around that. Obviously, you know, you were talking about Houston. Texas has varying different opinions about certain things than other places. Uh, saying that as a Texan originally, uh, it's you know the Delta variant. People really don't know what's going on with that. Right. We're that. It's still a bit premature in my mind to have hundred thousand people yep. hanging out with each other. Um, inside. But, you know, we've got, you know, we're planning that New York, I mean that, sorry, next year, that everything's happening like a normal year, all, you know, whether it's WonderCon or DesignerCon or San Diego, New York, or unboxing in Mexico City, whatever, like Toy Fair in February, we're assuming we're going to be there next year. But Earlier this year, when we had to make the commitment to New York, we weren't convinced. Right,
0: uh, I, I think smart decision. Um, the, uh, I, the the market is still there. I've been to convention; like people are ready to come back. So uh, I, can- I, I think the market is people waiting with bated breath to go back to a convention. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and so what I'm saying, yeah, you lose nothing by waiting. Is what I'm saying. Is uh, yeah, I mean, it's the, great. To,
1: like, yeah. the only flea market that happens really out here is Alameda. Right. Clean market, as you know. Yes. with was Alameda as well, but Alameda. And when they finally brought Alameda back, it was like, you know, I, me and everybody else were like, I'm getting there early. It's been a year and a half. And then I think I got there at 745 and it was still like a line down the middle of the aisle right, to get in. And yeah. We like, what is going
0: on? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's
1: ready. So we're ready too. I think it's just a bit premature to go.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so here's uh, super7.com. Follow at super7, all social media. super7.com is also where you can pre order uh, the, the, uh, um, the Ultimates figures. And then uh, the reaction figures will be on September. Uh, I can't wait to see them at our shop, Jane Sumboff's Secret Stash, and uh, at shops co- across the, uh, the, the country, the world. And I can't wait to get my hands on these as well. So um, thanks for jumping in. Thanks for t- yeah. Thanks for uh, you know telling telling your story. Thanks, thanks for being a fellow fan. Uh, you know, there's nothing oh, yeah. than I like uh, then talking about talking to fellow fans, and, and you love all the same stuff I do, and uh, and and you make it, which is which is, which is really. Hey, awesome. It's
1: not lost on me that somehow
0: we got lucky enough to make this thing
1: work yeah uh, and so I appreciate it and I always say it and there's probably people that get tired of hearing it but same thing thank you to everybody else that buys the stuff that we make because this is what is allowing us to make this stuff and mm-hmm. I know that we're in a unique situation and a unique spot as that fanboy that you know like I said earlier sat around with his friends going man what if we made that yeah. what if we made that and that we're getting that opportunity so um, thank you to everyone who, Buys and supports Super Seven.
0: Awesome, thank you. And uh, and now you know. And knowing is half the battle, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> knowing uh, is half the battle. <laughs> uh, Brian, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I look forward to seeing you uh, very soon, and uh, and I gotta come up to the shop in San Francisco. Yeah, that's- let me know next time you're in town. Absolutely. Uh, thank right. you so much, Brian Flynn, Super Seven, everybody. Uh, go out, grab these figures, pre-order if you want one. It's like whoa, that that's that's cool. Don't wait get your pre-order in so they
1: can get go pre-order this month. Cause if history is any guide, once they land the demand usually spikes up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks again, my friend and uh, great luck with everything. I, I will, uh, I will see you soon. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Ming.